Good morning, everybody. This is the Two A Street. Two A Street. Oh. Got the green wearing Abe over yeah, there. Yeah, you know how we're doing it. And I got the half ninja hoodie. Aaron I see over you, here. doggy. You represent. Hey, you know I uh, unintentionally, well, sort of intent. Okay, forget it. I'm just gonna say uh, I'm <laughs> repping California. Today. Cali. I All right. My Palm Springs toque on. I see you. Because we had yet another gun tragedy down. Oh yeah, in the yeah, US yeah, yeah, yeah. One hundred. Happened to our friends down in California. Oh. And I just, uh, you know, I've been to Thousand Oaks. I've been there. That's where it happened before. We go at least twice a year to California. All right, just, all right. You know, you know, it hurts when you hear things like this, but it hurts more when it's like people that you sit with. For for for, for real, for real. So, uh, so just shout out to California. Yo. And America overall. We're yeah. still thinking about you from up here, guys. And, 100, uh, 100. As much as sometimes we say not so nice things about your president, we uh, you still people out there and we still care. Yeah. Well, that was kind of a crappy down low start. I didn't mean to do that. But, <laughs> but it, you know, it kind of leads me into where I was trying to go with this because this, this world is stressed out. Yeah, yeah. You know, and... Yeah. Um, I noticed something, maybe more so lately. Um, some might say I'm one of those like easy offendable millennials, but I don't fit within that right age range or something. <laughs> but you know, I, I just noticed something lately at, uh, at work, uh, and then just in public in general. Uh-huh. Is that everybody younger than us is just swearing like crazy? Yeah. Like every second word is some kind of swear, and it's so normal. Yeah. It's like so regular. And and I remember the days where you know even even the rappers when they were swearing at least they were using it at the right spaces uh-huh. you know so it was still kind of <laughs> offensive but they were using it yeah proper, and now it's just everything all the time and and it just doesn't matter right right you know and and I'm one of those guys that thinks that language is an art yeah you know where if you know how to use it properly you, you know you don't need to swear and you, we can be better have, have you noticed that too where just, oh yeah it's just freedom of <laughs> the wrong thing, you know, just because you can swear doesn't mean you need to use it every option you get. Or, absolutely, you know, absolutely. Same with your circles, are you seeing that language? I see that a lot, man. I see that a lot. And one thing that I, because uh, I, I, I'm with a lot of young creatives, Yeah. the rule is don't be lazy enough to be using swear words where you can be creative enough to put in something that will matter, actually. Because a lot of people are out here, they don't want to think. You feel me? So they just use a blink-a-blank something Mm -hmm. to get through a conversation when you don't have to do that. You want to be heard, say something nice. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Speak the right way. Because we're paying attention. We don't want to pay attention to somebody who's just yip-yapping and had that verbal of diarrhea going on. You feel me? Yeah, and, and, I, and I feel it too, though, that as soon as I'm talking to somebody and they have to swear, yeah. I, I tune out of everything else. Like, it, it's almost you've lost my respect immediately. Yeah. And, and I can't help it internally either. I can't sit there and go like, okay, well, you know, it's just a slip up. It's just, it's such a turnoff for me yeah. that, that I don't know what to do. after. We watched the movie, and I was talking to you about this already with uh, with Matt Damon, that downsizing. Yeah, 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 low that, that Asian girl in there, and she's just dropping the f bomb all over the place. And I mean, it was a movie, so I was kind of okay with it. Uh-huh. But <laughs> then my wife imitated it once, and uh-huh. she dropped an f bomb, and I like lost my <laughs> I lost my cool man. And I was just like, no, man, like. Ladies can't swear. Like, uh-huh, just, uh-huh. Just like, don't ever do that again, honey. Like, I couldn't help it because it was just one of those things where, especially from somebody that that you're not used to using that kind of language, yeah. and it's just like th- this must have been how when it first started hitting out there, where, yeah. where people were starting to use that wor- word all the time, and and it just must have been so shocking. 
you know, because that's what happened to me. I was just like, whoa, what did you just, whoa, whoa, you know, I had to like. Right, right. <laughs> but, but yeah, and, and um, I, I think that's the thing is that maybe people are, are looking to hip hop artists and the music industry and all that to see that, that, that they are using these words and then they kind of like emulate, but they don't know. They don't understand language well enough to, to uh -huh. emulate it properly, right? Where, uh -huh. where dropping in a word over here or a word over there uh, adds something to to it, right? I, that, but that's why language is an art. You yeah, can't just yeah. scatter this all around. And, I mean, that's really important from where you come from. You can't just sit there and repeat the same word. You no, know? man. You know what I'm saying? You got to be creative. Like, don't be, don't be lazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the biggest thing. Like, if you're going to communicate something, be eloquent enough to bring out whatever points you want to bring out. Mm -hmm. You know, because there's so many things that's going on out here that we can't really dwell on you trying to come out here and disrespect a certain mm -hmm. language or speak a certain way that's so disrespectful. Yeah. Grow up and talk right and be nice. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because it, it, everybody's watching a lot of people are watching and listening to how you're conducting or speaking and if it's disrespectful a young kid is going to pick that up and start doing that and then it just goes on you know what I mean yeah. so we got to uh, grow up and be the responsible in how we speak and how we bring out our language yeah, so, so you're feeling that's a lazy thing right is it uh, is it is it lazy uh, and or people just don't know better like is that because because i'm starting to just feel like it's just normal uh -huh. you know what i mean like just people just talk that way because that's the only way they know how you know you, you spend enough time around people you start picking up their accent yeah you, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? but i i just wonder like do, do they know anymore that, that they're swearing I mean, that often you know a lot of times people are not being taught these things, right? You know, like if you grow in an abusive home, certain things become normal. Yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying? If you come from a, a, a background of people who are educated, that's your normal. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? But to me, that's not normal. Mm -hmm. You feel me? I can't uh, accept a certain way of talking because to me, that ain't normal in my circles yeah. now. You know, back then, yes, it was normal, but now it's not normal mm -hmm. to me. So then you got to understand where you are and how to conduct yourself where yeah. you're at. Because if you want to command respect from certain people, you're going to have to speak a certain way. You're going to have to be a certain way. Mm -hmm. That's just the way it is out here in the streets, my yeah, honey. It's, it's just that, um, you know, like kind of old school etiquette that, that maybe didn't get passed through. You know how... Uh, Sometimes we make fun of the English that yeah. you got like six different forks, you know, to eat their meal, and Straight. you gotta sit a certain way, and you gotta like put the napkin down, and all yeah. that. You know, to to me, it's just societal respect, you know, you and, and to, etiquette man. of being on the street. One hundred is to know how to talk to people and engage them without needing to, yes. you know, pepper it with all these things that, that don't even add any content to it. You make a two-minute sentence because half of it is swear words when you could have just got to the point. You right. Know? Right. And, um, I don't like being overly critical, but it's just these days I feel that we have so much more to bring to the world if you know how to communicate. Absolutely. Properly, you know? You're and, right, uh, man. I just do these guys go into a job interview and, you know, like start peppering it up like that, you know, because you are what you are. That's right. And, and if that's what you're at home, then you're going to start slipping up at work. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. Learn to articulate it properly all the yeah. time. And oh, you never yeah. have to worry about being a two you. you 100. Know, so. 100, man. Like, you got to... And, and, and the more that people are, are, are cognizant of uh, the fact that you have to be a certain way, 
it, it will help you, you know, in the long run, because if you ha- if you a certain leader out here in the streets mm-hmm. and you have a, a people that are following you or that looking up to you, you know, whatever it is that you are in the private, they are looking at it also in the public and saying that, are you conducting yourself the same way? Mm-hmm. And then they're going to start yeah. emulating and doing the things that you're doing. Yeah. So we got to be careful in how we conduct ourselves and how we're doing things, because at the end of the day, you know, if you're light. The light has to shine in such a way that people will know that, you know, there mm-hmm. is something about Aaron, there's something about Abe, there's mm-hmm. something about you that sets you apart from everybody else. Because yeah. if everybody else is doing what they're doing, then you want to step up from there yeah. and be you and do what it is that works. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Well, and, and you know what's really interesting is that I understand the pure and the social pressure of uh-huh. fitting in. Um, you know, I see a lot of students that are that are trades kids and all that. So they're going into electrical and plumbing sure. and all that. They, you know. That, that area is known for their kind of like just that attitude, you know, the yeah. trades person attitude. But I, I don't know if I've ever heard of anybody like getting pushed out because they didn't swear. Right. You know, I've heard of people getting pushed out because they don't drink coffee or they don't smoke or they don't whatever. But, you know, so what? You don't swear and then you come in. Oh, oh, Jimmy's a goody goody. <laughs> like I, I haven't heard of this happening, so I don't know why it'd be so desirable to pick up this language thing. Well, like you know, it, it do it, it do happen. It do happen when people will kind of look at you funny because you're acting different from them, right? Because you're now kind of like self righteous kind of situation. But you know what I'm saying? I, yeah. You gotta be strong though. You know what I'm saying? You gotta be strong. You can't be pulled to the left and to the right just because that's the wave that's coming through. You know what I'm saying? You gotta be real and know that <laughs> this is. Who I are, and this is who I, I are. You know what I'm saying? Know, I know, but, you know, <laughs> and and I feel you. I and it's easy for me to talk about it because I'm past it now. You know, right? But, but back in the day, you know, I I never smoke, I never drink. You know, sorry, never. I hardly ever. You know, so nobody calls me out. Yeah, somebody I go right like ever. Okay, but I don't smoke. You know, and I hardly yeah. ever swear. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but you know, back in the day, you're right. There's a. You're not trying to be self righteous, but it's perceived as that. Yes. You know, it's I choose these things because it's healthy for me. One hundred. And it's healthier for the people around me. Yeah, not my kids got watching. I'm, watching. The, yeah. I'm better than you, so I don't have to swear. Like it's, it was never about that, but it's perceived as that. You're absolutely right. Yeah. And, you know, and it just keeps popping in my head. Goody two shoes, goody two shoes. You know, kind of thing. It's like. Man, I haven't heard that in 25 <laughs> years, but that's what people think. That's what they, they think, exactly. Two shoes, because what do you don't? You're too good to drink. Right. You, you hear stuff like right. that. Right. What do you mean? I'm no. I'm I'm too good to not take care of my body. That's what, that's <laughs> what, what I do. You know, yeah. And, and you're see, uh, there was a news report on earlier this week on the CBC. Uh, for those that don't know, that's the Canadian Broadcasting. Yeah, company. Canada. Oh. Um, but they're talking about how how they've noticed now this like huge uptick in uh, women that are over drinking now. Mm. So they're saying like four four ounce glasses a week is like the maximum that women are supposed to be drinking, and and but the circles these days are way more than that. You know, it's just become accepted in their culture to be able to just go out and drink and have a good time and all that. And I guess it's like serious health risks. But it's that social fitting inness kind of thing that that's catching them all off guard, you know. And now we're we're seeing it. We're seeing everybody's yeah. stressed out there, yeah. and people are dying earlier than they're supposed yeah, to be, yeah. and all these diseases and stuff. And it's just 
you know, just fitting in just because it's legal. Yeah. You know, it's legal to swear. Doesn't yeah. Doesn't mean you need to. You, you know what I mean? And, and all these other things. It's legal well, to alcohol, no. but doesn't mean you should be abusing it. Right, you know? right. Just, but we got a stressed world. Man, there, it, man. Let's, let's get to the roots of this thing, man. We stressed out. If you it, it, and what what usually happens is like with the stress comes now, waiting and looking to the weekend. They say I'm gonna go party. I'm gonna go do this oh, and this. Totally. And you're thinking like, all right, you're a woman, you're a man, you're going out there, you wanna get drunk. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You wanna get high. That's your yeah. plan. I'm going out there. I'm gonna get drunk. Mm-hmm. Man, is that a life, dog? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm out here. I'm saying, dog. Friday night, I wanna make sure that I got money in my pocket, dog. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that I spend time with my kids. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Because I got kids who are, who are watching me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I want my son and my oh, daughter no. to know that daddy always home. Oh, I want no. my son and daughter to know that there is a man out here in the streets mm-hmm. who is strong enough to say, I'm going to go take out my movies yeah. with my kids. You know what I'm saying? I'm going out for a date night with my daughter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's who I are. That's who I want to be. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But if you like in your 30s, in your 40s, and you're still looking out for the weekend to say, I'm yeah, going out to yeah, drunk. I'm going to yeah. get drunk, dog. I'm yeah. going to turn up and I'm going to get drunk, dog. Come on now. Let's yeah. be serious. Well, and, and it's got that perception oh. like it's fun still. You know what I mean? And, and I don't know about your experience about what's fun, but waking up and having a headache for like 12 out of 16 hours the next day and all that <laughs> stuff, that ain't fun to me. My, my idea of fun was going out with my kids, yeah. you know, having a good time, having a smile on my face. You know, that's a good yeah. thing without needing to do all this other stuff. And again, like, <laughs> we sound really self-righteous here. But, but at, my, at a young age, that was fun, waking up with a hangover. You know what I'm saying? That was like, yeah, you dig it? I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Cause <laughs> <laughs> I was so happy to wake up with a hangover. You know what I'm saying? I feel real good in the streets. I, I, I think that you have just highlighted the definition <laughs> of fun is like really different things. You know, it might have been entertaining. Yeah. You know, it might have it been. Fe- it felt good for fun my... fun is like roller coaster, you know? <laughs> it felt good for my dogs to tell me like, yo, you was acting wild last night. I'm like, what? what I do, dog? And then they tell me the story of what I did. You feel what I'm saying? It's not fun. Eh? <laughs> it's that, fun. That not the it was fun. Fun. It was like, yeah, I'm the dawn. You dig what I'm saying? I'm the dog. Yeah, I mean, I drank what? You know what I'm saying? How many? How many did I drink? And that, oh my gosh, I'm good. And how empty is your wallet? <laughs> Very empty at this point. I can't even afford my rent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, because that's fun too. You know, it's, we throw that word fun around too, as though you know it just defines everything. You know, I guess that's the language thing that we're talking about. Though. It is. Certain words that just became normal. For that's right. An experience. For and, real. You know, we go out. <laughs> we like break into a bunch of cars and we get arrested. That was fun. That was fun. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> that was not fun. <laughs> but, but you see. You, you, uh, real talk. I guess that's this is where language is important, man. It is. <laughs> <laughs> that that might have even been a good time, but that's not fun, okay? You know, calling my parents at 325. Yeah. That was not the most fun time of my life, <laughs> I'll tell you right now. But you see, you know that's that's a mentality that a lot of people are taking into their 40s, into their 50s. True. You true, know what I'm saying? True. Because they're still like, man. I want to know what I did when I was drunk. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? What did I do? How did I react to that situation? Oh, you yeah. beat that person. Oh, yeah. yeah. You feel and what I'm saying? go home and end up beating their spouse. 100. Man. You're dead. It's and just not the same. It's, it's not, not the, the same. same like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I got to, I got to, 
I got a feeling for the cats right there that are doing that, you know what I'm saying? Because they're still stuck in that situation. And to them, that's that's their reality. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, all right. So, let, let's overall, if I were to step down off my soapbox for a second, mm-hmm. um, there's a time in life where we got to learn things. Yeah. Whether we call them fun or not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But there's a certain age where you got to graduate out of that is what, yeah. is what you're suggesting as well. And, um, you know, I... I don't like to say it these days, but it seems like late 20s is when people are finally starting to grow up and graduate out of that, right. that mentality. And that's concerning for me, right? Because, I mean, we kick most of our kids out of youth group by the time they're 18. And, I mean, that's like 10 full years before they're kind of Man. ready for the world these Straight, days. And yes. That's unfortunate. And, uh, you know, but they're making those big decisions, yet on the same note that they're still having fun on the weekends. Right? Yeah. They're already holding down good jobs by the time they're 23 to 25. Straight, yes. And, and you know, they're on the brink of throwing that all the way from one fun weekend, you know, because they haven't been taught yet to, to kind of live a different level of, of respect and etiquette. Out right, course, right. You know what I mean? And I, I don't know how we get them there because now they're all stressed and now they're drinking to relieve the stress instead of drinking to have fun. Then that's you where the problem I mean? is right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and that's what they're talking about for this. these ladies that are having too many drinks now is because it's, you know, it's wine o'clock somewhere. Yeah. You know, and, and it's uh, and, and I don't I don't want to look at the gender diversity here because, you know, you hear about the guys. The dudes started that a long time. Oh, it's beer o'clock somewhere. And yet. I didn't see the stat on how many beers that men should be drinking over it, you know, but so it looks like it's this gender based you know, kind of situation, again, but uh-huh. it's, I don't know, maybe, maybe it's just being done differently, but I, I still know guys that are, that are having one or two beers every night when they get home or whatever. And then it's just, it's to take off that edge, you know, and I get it, or at least I, I understand, maybe I don't get it cause I don't do it. Uh-huh. Um, that, that, you have that feeling of relax and zen and peace or whatever it is that takes you wherever you need to. But at some point, you got to you gotta look at whatever you're trying to drink away and, and deal with it. That's you right. Know, you got to figure this thing out. If you're stressed with your job, man, maybe it's the time to maybe. look for something else. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because at this age, at this time in my life, mm. I can't be going out. Just because I want to release some stress, I'll go out to have fun. I go out mm. to catch up with my friends. I go out to, you know, for different things other than just saying I'm stressed out. I need mm. to hang out or do whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm at a point in my life where I'm just like, what is it that I can do mm-hmm. to uh, improve my life, for mm. example? Or if I'm not happy with a career that I'm in, then I got to look for something mm-hmm. that distresses me. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. But if I am in the same line of work that I am in that is stressing me to the yeah. point of just waiting for the weekend so I can go yeah, out yeah. to drink and yeah. uh, get high or whatever, mm-hmm. then I got to look at that situation. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because the behaviors that I was in my teenagers or in my uh, 20s, mm-hmm. I can't continue with it if it was negative i can't continue with it into my 30s or into my 40s i gotta look at it and flip the script and say this ain't working you know what i mean because if i'm still living with my moms if i'm Mm -hmm. still living with my well you know with you know uh uh, looking for help from other people then i gotta reevaluate my life to understand what is it that's lacking in this equation so i can move forward and be who i'm supposed to be in life and and that's the thing that that i think foundationally we're trying to do here at the 2a is help people understand that every one of you has a role in this world absolutely right you have a job to do out 
there. Yeah. Outside of what your regular work is. So every minute that you're sitting at home doing nothing, the world is missing something. One hundred. You know what I mean? And as much as sometimes we have bosses and stuff that are all stressed out and jumping down our throats and all that, they're also in that position for a reason, yeah. right? Maybe it is you that is under-delivering a result, which is why they're on your case all the time. It's not because they hate you. Uh-huh. It's not because you're a certain color. It's, not, it's because uh-huh. you showed up late uh-huh. for the past five days in a row and you don't even look like you want to be there, right? right? It's, yeah. it's, that's where the stress is coming from. Yeah, so your boss is an a-hole, you know? I know that I just like. <laughs> I know what I did there on purpose. But but have you looked at why he is that to you? Yeah. Right. I mean, most managers and bosses don't end up in those positions because they were a jerk all the time. Because corporately, they can't get away with that. Not these days. You uh-huh. know? What are you doing in order to trigger those reactions in your boss? You know, it's. Um, I don't know. I don't. It's just. Seems to me we're just overly stressed. <laughs> I mean, stress and, is and everywhere, man. Some of man. it is self-imposed. Some of us cause yeah. ourselves because we go in with these expectations of, oh, the world's supposed to just hand me everything, and and no, my boss is cool with it. But no, your boss might not get on your case for being 15 minutes late every day, but they notice because that is that is money out of the company's pocket every yeah. time that you're late. And if you take another 10 minutes to kind of spin up your day, that's like. Half an hour every day, not including how much extra you're taking on a smoke break or something like that. I mean, it's it's lost productivity, and no wonder they're on your case all the time. Right. You know, it's a, you have a job to do outside of your job, and creating stress and then drinking it away. It ain't worth it. There's got to be a better way. It's got to be a better you know? way, man. And this is where uh, this is where the positive thinking or the positive um, uh, uh, talks is supposed to be at, where. If you surround yourself with negativity, that's who you're going to be. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, you're always going to be negative. Mm -hmm. But then if you move and walk in the direction of positivity, that's what you're going to be coming out. And that's what you're going to attract as well. Mm -hmm. You feel me? You can't expect to be positive. And when all that you do is talk about people and pull people down, you know what I mean? Instead of raising people up, you know, like... When was the last time that somebody used your shoulders as a platform for them to go up to where they're supposed to be? Yeah. You know what I mean? If you ain't never helped nobody, mm-hmm. or if you ain't never been out here in the street saying yeah. that, you know what, I'm out here to help somebody. Mm-hmm. I don't want to benefit now. I just want to help you. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? To get to where you're supposed to be. Yeah. If your life is just centered to just you, mm-hmm. you're sad. Yeah. You're a sad individual. Yeah. And I don't want to be around you. Because that stuff right there is contagious. Yeah. And I am allergic to negativity. Yeah. On one handle. You know, I just had this visual when you're talking about that, about helping people up on your shoulders. And, you know, you see in the uh, military training, you know, that when they got to climb up these walls, they uh-huh. got the one got the bottom and he like lifts you, you up go. and you climb up. And once you're at the top, you reach down and pull him up. Let's go. But we all thinking that we know everything about everything down here. So we ain't standing on anybody and we yeah. ain't lifting anybody up. <laughs> Let's go. You, you know what I mean? Uh. And, and that's the thing is that that is your job in this world. Let's yeah. find out where are we helping other people. How are we making this world a better place? But we're so used to the handouts uh. now. You know, we're waiting. The man, government oh, give me man. some money. My, my employer needs to give me more money. You know, I need this from my people. Abe, you need to do more things for me. My wife needs to do more things. My kids need to do more well, things honey. for me. What am I doing for everybody else? What am I doing? Yeah. Why would they do anything for me? No. You know, every person that you're interacting with is, is a two-way, uh-huh. a two-A. That's what we <laughs> Let's are. go. It's uh. a two-way. You know, uh. you got to make sure that you're reciprocating everything. But if everybody around you is supposed to be your slave and pushing you up, yeah. 
If they lift you up and over that wall and you leave them behind, how are you getting over the next wall? Let's go. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. It's just it's analogy day, man. This is going good. Yeah, you're, you're going in, dog. Let's but, go. Yeah, so, but how did we get to the point now? Yeah, I'm going to say how. I was just thinking, I know how, but I don't. Is that we just expect everybody to cater to us. I, I put a lot of blame on parents. I put a yeah. lot of blame on parents. Why? Because they just give their kids so much. My son and daughter don't get everything that they want in life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They learn responsibilities. They learn that, you know, after a certain age, you can't, you can't act this way no more. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You can't expect to be living with mommy and daddy in a first world country and be expecting them to do everything for you. You know what I'm saying? Opportunities are yeah. everywhere, endless. But you're still out here in these streets acting like a child. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. Grow yeah. up. You know, and I, I didn't want to blanket that, but, but you're right. Is um generationally and this this is why we have you know the baby boomers and yeah. we got the zennials and the millennials and xers and wires and all that kind of stuff is because there's a clear distinct difference between the personalities of these different groups right? yeah and and you're right is that the generations that we're seeing come up now are the ones that their parents were the ones that didn't have very much so they gave everything when they started getting which made your children entitled Come on now. So that they only expected hands out because you wanted to give them a better life than what you had. Let's go. But in doing so, they lost their work ethic. They lost their desire to even try anything. They they made life easier. Everything needed to be easier. Yeah. Right? And and we gave that to them. We we put it up on a platter and said, Here, son, I didn't have this, so you can have this. And you know, when that plate goes empty, I just put some more on it. You know, you don't even need to ask. I just put more stuff on your plate. Let's go. Cool. And you don't even have to wash the plate after. Yeah. Because I am also going to give you, I'm not going to make you a slave because my parents made me a slave <laughs> because they asked me to do dishes every once in yeah. a while instead of teach me work ethic. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and you're right. It's, we brought up this generation of like platter. You know, here you go. Here's the world for you. And then you, you, make, you make the child... Who is coming out from a good home? Who's yeah. learning responsibility? You make them feel like they 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 were being abused. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. When yeah. no, the parent abused. was teaching them the right thing. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying. Clean up after yourself. You know, mm-hmm. learn Etiquette. how to pack Street the dishwasher. Etiquette. Yeah, that's one hundred. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. And that child can become somebody. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then you hate on them when they are a child. For example, eighteen years old running a company, and then you got to answer to that kid right there. Yeah. and you're like. How did you get here? No, yeah. I learned. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I saw my daddy. I those, saw my mom are, do that. Those are thing. those stars, though, right? The Let's flickering go. lights in uh. the darkness out there. Yeah. I, I think it was uh, Pastor Corey last week. Uh-huh. Uh, he was... <laughs> I just lost it. It was so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's uh, this generation um, that we're teaching them that, that you can go out and do anything. Uh-huh. You know, and, and the, the, <laughs> the sky is your oyster or whatever it is. And yeah. That's not true. Uh-huh. You know, you, you can try and do everything, but sometimes you don't have a gift, right. you know, in order to deliver on that thing that you're trying to do. Go, uh-huh. go ahead and try everything, but don't be as disappointed when it doesn't work out for you. Real talk, not yeah. Not everybody is able to do everything good. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And, and, and that hit me really hard because I've seen that. I mean, I've even told my own kids that is, you know, the world's your oyster. You can do anything you want to do. And uh-huh. they're going, I'm pretty sure, though, if you try and do that, you're going to fail. <laughs> you, you, know, you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. just kind of a, that reality check. And, and But 
we're seeing them go out there and then they get put in these positions where because they're so keen and all that is that they're kind of only doing 60% of what somebody that's suited to do it could do, you know, and I've seen the disappointment and the stress and then suddenly they were lied to because they can't do everything they want. You know what I mean? Like the perception changes because they were told they could do everything, but then they find out they can't. They so can't. they felt deceived. You know, so there's so many different twists to this. It's yeah. Kinda, you know, shoot for the stars, but if you only get halfway, that's still more than anybody else. Uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. like, there, there's a different way of selling it than just saying, yeah, do what you want. You know? Because uh-huh, uh-huh. if you don't start playing golf, you know, when you're five years old, you're probably not making the PGA. You know, like, there's not <laughs> a lot of naturally gifted people that right. way to go in there. Yeah. So you got to work hard and you got to set yourself up. You have up to work hard. be in there and, and have your parents set you up. And nobody can be good at everything that's, that's right that's the problem is uh, you know tiger woods over there you know throw him on the nba court tell me tell me you know maybe he's good i don't know <laughs> being rich and all maybe he's good at basketball too i don't know but but if he was then he'd be in the nba and on the and the pga you know right. what i mean like nobody's good at everything so why would you expect yourself to be yeah i mean that's unnecessary pressure that's creating stress that's making you mentally unwell and then you're going out and killing people. That's you know, right. I know that sounded very extreme, <laughs> <you know? laughs> but but foundationally, stress yeah. is what's triggering all these people to go and hurt each other. Straight up, so yeah. It's got to start somewhere. It's got to start somewhere, man. I mean, a lot of it is uh, unrealistic expectations. For real, for, for real, and for yourself. Yes. So I feel like I've talked a lot on this. One. <laughs> I've been building up a couple of weeks. I think for you to talk to you, man. <laughs> well, Hundo, you know, stress these people. Eh? De-stress yeah, we, we have to, man. It. I'm saying. I mean, like this world is. It's just. It's difficult, man. To 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 uh, be in this world. You know, man, there's too much stresses. There's too much things, man. But mm-hmm. we got to stay positive, man. Stay in that lane and keep on walking with it. You know what I mean? Can nobody take your shine? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Sure. Just do you, 100. Hey, we had some of our nation's finest walking in right now. We got some uh, of our RCMP just walked in the house. Mad yeah. respect for those people. It's just, you know, one of those things that... Um, you, you remember those days that, that when you saw the firemen or the police or whatever, and you go up and they had time uh-huh. to sit there and engage with you. Uh-huh, and, uh-huh. You know, your parents would always teach you, <laughs> you know, if ever you're in trouble, go see these people. Yeah. And all that. The problem is, is that even they got this tough job now. Yeah, yeah, They don't yeah. know if you're walking up and, and you're ready to hurt them or if you genuinely need some help and all uh-huh. that kind of stuff. And it's just, it's unfortunate these days that, you know, our defense... Uh, the, what we need for security in this country yeah. and healthcare in this country, you know, is taking most of our taxes and all that. And what does that tell you, though? Like, think about that. Why isn't all of our tax money going into infrastructure and things that are actually going to beautify our cities and all that? Kind uh-huh, of stuff? Uh-huh. We need more healthcare and we need more security. Right, right, right. That's, that's scary. Yeah, that's yeah, scary. yeah, yeah, all yeah. All of our money is going into helping sick people, which, which would be okay if they were genuinely getting older kind of sick, but this is mentally ill people. Oh, yeah. People that are hurting themselves. Oh, yeah. You know, that's where it's going. Yeah. And then that we need more people to actually protect us as well, you know, because it's dangerous out there. It's it's crazy out there, man. It's crazy out there, for real. I I just don't know. So uh, we're just two guys. We're just Just two two guys guys trying to do our thing, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Oh, (laughs) honey. 
Oh my goodness, man! I got a shout out to my dogs at Abe's. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Those are my people right there. Yeah, it's uh, Abe's Food uh, in Airdrie, Alberta. In case you're ever uh, wondering to stop by there, but uh, you know, go check it out. Follow their Instagram, their <laughs> Abe's Food. Yeah, on there. Uh, give them a couple of hits. Give them some love. On yeah, because yeah. uh, you know this is the little train that could. You know, this, this is a great little spot, and uh, I, I like taking the kids there and and. My, <laughs> You know, I always hate promoting this kind of thing, uh-huh. but uh, kids eat free on Tuesday. <laughs> and and you can see why I don't like promoting it. Because, you know, I mean, as soon as it's something for free, then it takes everybody coming through. Yeah, and 100. People, you know man, what I for mean? For real, but, for real. But but if you've never tried it, you got to go and try it out. And yeah. at least, you know, you can go and take the kids out. And when it's free, then then maybe if you're if you're a family that's not doing so well yeah. with money right now. Then go on the free night, and and these people will treat you right. One hundred. You know what I mean? Like They're good people, man. They're they, good they, people. They're good. So, yeah. Um, I think it's Louie and Ali. Uh, yeah. If I've stocked their Facebook profile <laughs> properly in the whole Instagram, <laughs> I think that's who the owners are. That's you who they is. You know what I'm saying? Know uh, than me, yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, shout out to those folks over there. They uh, they're doing some good work in this city. And Absolutely. I remember going there on day one, or well, not quite day one, maybe week one, uh-huh. and uh, and it was totally different beast than it is today, and it's just really nice to see that uh, the evolution of where they are. Today. Man, I've been so, there since they opened like four years ago or something. They got your name. Well, did, so did you give them that name? Man, did, did you just like high five them on the street one day, and if ever high you make a restaurant, you call it after one hundred. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but man, it's been it's been legit, man. Like yeah. from four years ago, the service. Just the everything about the restaurant is still the same. Nice. You feel what I'm saying? It's beautiful. Yeah. You know, and I want to go where everybody knows my name. Yeah, yeah. It's a cheers, remember? Yes, exactly. You go where everybody knows your name. I want to go where everybody knows my name. You dig what I'm saying? On 100. So I like yeah. that. I, I, I like right. that. It's coming soon where I'm going to walk in and be like, hey, hey, Ron. You know, it's coming. It's coming. I tell you. 100. I get that. I get that at the Starbucks now at work. Like, hey, hey, Ron. It's a beautiful thing, man. It's a beautiful thing. All right, all right. We overtime on this one, but we Cheer. wanted to shout out them and uh, swinging it back. California, we love you. Cully, Cully. We're thinking about you and our uh, hearts are with you down yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And I was going to visit you next week, but my wife isn't feeling well, so uh, Palm Springs, you're going to have to wait. It's, uh, uh, it's sad, but it's reality, and we're going to deal with it because we are fighters out here. Honey. Y'all have this great week. That is uh, Abe across from me. He's let's at go. AbeMaweo.com. You find him and us, the 2A Street, at A SoundCloud, Google Play, and iTunes. Abe is at AbeStar and Conversations uh, with Abe on the Instagram. And I am A on the 2A. A. Y'all take it easy out there. Go have some fun, but don't uh. drink and don't swear. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all have a great week. Chill. Yeah.